Hey, what's up? It's Abby. I'm here with coworker Justin again. Hell yeah. Coworker Justin, <laughs> is this the first time I've had you on a mini episode? I think so. Yeah. No, no, wait, you were on the second one we did where we talked about Blackout Wednesday. Oh, yeah, Blackout Wednesday, which I thought was just like any old one. Like, I didn't realize halfway through the conversation of that that we Abby were talking just about. just blacks out on Wednesdays. In what? college, I was Thursday for me. What's funny is on Wednesdays, that's like when I volunteer. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a different kind of blackout. So this week's main episode was all about a really toxic and abusive relationship. Okay. And, of course, this is not a singular experience. A lot of people have been sure. through toxic relationships. A lot of people are still in them. So Mm -hmm. I have gone through and scoured the interweb for people who are asking advice on their toxic relationships. And the lesson that we learned from the main episode is that you don't understand why people stay in these relationships. They're toxic. They're not good for you. Mm -hmm. Why do people stay? So Mm -hmm. we are going to judge these toxic relationships and see if they should leave or not, or if we should give them some advice for how to get through it. Okay. So we're going to start with something kind of petty, and then the last story will be less petty. Okay. A little bit more aggressive. We'll we'll work our way down the pettiness scale. We're going up the pettiness scale. Oh, I guess, yeah. You're right. We're going down the petty yeah. here. So <laughs> in the number one petty spot, uh, this submission says, I met a guy on a dating website. We hit it off and we talked for about a week. And when I asked for his number, he gave it to me and I texted him. I said, hey, Ken, this is Fern from Match.com. These are not real names, by the okay, way. Okay, good. I was going to say interesting names, but okay. I got a reply back saying, this isn't Ken. My oh. name is Leo. I think you got played. I was so embarrassed because this was the first time a guy gave me a fake number. Or at least that's what I thought. I deleted the text and wanted to forget about it. But then a few hours later, later after that incident, the number messaged me again saying that it was actually Ken and that he just wanted to play a joke. I haven't messaged him back because I don't know what to say or do. I'm kind of annoyed that he would do that. I just think it's really immature, but I might just be taking it too seriously. We really hit it off on Match.com, but I just don't know what to do. From the guy's perspective, I think he was just being playful. Oh, I can totally see it from his perspective of him just having like dumb boy humor. But if I'm like looking for my soulmate, I'm ready to like nix you. And and I get that, but I, I think at the same time as like he was trying to make that, and I don't know if it's any different because like mm-hmm. you were already talking on an app but like that first text it's like you're you're bridging over into now you're on my phone you're not on the app you're on my phone so like trying to make it less awkward that we've now made this transition to this form of talking you know what I mean even though it's still texting in a way that's what I mean I and I included this in this episode because while it's not toxic I can kind of see this as like a seed to maybe this guy's worst type of behaviors that's fair his like more toxic behaviors I don't want to say gaslight like, I don't think this guy's going to, like, gaslight you just because he had a bad joke. Sure, sure. It just reminds me of the kind of humor that toxic people in my life have. <laughs> and so that's why I would cut him off. Like, is that toxic of me to be like, you remind me of somebody toxic I know, so I'm going to cut you out? If you, if, if you do something similar to the, something they did, mm-hmm. then then probably that person may not know of that those situations or mm-hmm. things. So they may not know. Nicole, like my wife and I, mm-hmm. I know she is very, very anxious about getting things done and doing stuff like for our house or something like that. And I'll... I'll, like play into that not to get her riled up but to really make her like it's my way of joking with her but, but does I, she think you're joking <clears throat> well that's the point is the first few seconds of me doing it uh-huh. i try to sell it enough that she'll like believe it and then she's like wait you're just i could see how other people would be like dude you're being a jerk to her mm-hmm. like why are you getting her all riled up for no see, reason yeah, i think that's total jerk behavior yeah. and it reminds me of the main episode we had this week where the guy in the relationship the guy who was being particularly toxic sure. would do things specifically to make his girlfriend mad not necessarily like playful but like actually awful things see, so yeah. i feel like that's almost like a 
mild version of that. It is. No, but it's, it's just like stuff. She'll say something and I'll be like, no. Or she'll be like, did you bring the groceries? And I'll be like, what groceries? She'll be oh, like, what that. are you talking about? Gaslighter. Like, yeah. She's like, what are you talking about? And I'll be like, yeah, I got them. They're in the car. Oh, you know, gosh. or something like that. Okay. Submission number two. So we're just going down the pettiness scale. Yeah. Hopefully so that I don't. Was the most hopefully petty. I don't. I'm not on anybody else's level <laughs> going forward. Justin's petty. Number two. I moved in with my boyfriend about five months ago after doing long distance and being broken up with for a while over the summer due to me finding out that he cheated early on. It's been about five months that I've been living with him and we spend almost all of our time together because we work together too. The relationship's been really rocky in the last month or so. I never suspected him of cheating because of any changed behavior, but one morning I was making the bed and I saw a used condom on the ground. This made no sense because I washed the sheets the night before and I have no idea how it could have gotten there other than maybe it fell out of the pocket of his pants <laughs> or maybe he like put it on the bed while getting ready. <laughs> There's this whole laundry list of, of reasons why sure. she thinks this condom is here, so I'm just going to skip that. Okay. She said, I confronted him and all he says is he has no idea how it got there and it must be really old and that I have to choose to believe him or not, that I have to trust him and that if we can't have trust in this relationship, we should just break up. How can I tell if he's lying? All right, well, if it is old, that's gross as hell. That's so nasty. <laughs> well, I think the question here is, do you use condoms when you guys get it on or if you've been in a relationship for that long? Well, okay, so yes, we do. I wasn't necessarily no, no, asking I know. you. <laughs> I know, I know. You throw that away mm-hmm. once you're done, so... Yeah, like, why is it in this man's pants if it if it fell out of his pants? Right. There's so many questions. I have more questions about the condom than I do about like, this if it relationship. Were a, if it were the wrapper of the condom, yeah. then okay. But the actual physical... That's just gross. It's <laughs> so gross. This, is, this isn't toxic behavior. This is just toxic film. It's like, it's like homie, you gotta throw that away, dude. So, like, the reason why I feel like this is toxic on his part is that I feel like he is cheating on you because he does have a history of cheating on you. We can say that he's gaslighting because he's like, well, why, 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 why? Yeah, he's diverting away from yes. the question instead of answering it. And then also being like, well, maybe we should just break up if we don't have trust. Maybe that night, the in between her changing the sheets and finding it, she was asleep and he was watching some videos. You know what I mean? And you, then, Wait, this is like a, a female to male question. <laughs> Do you use condoms during that? I, I, I don't think you do, but maybe he was. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I was like, wait a second, no question. No, you don't. Do you, I mean, do you have no, do you have, <laughs> talk about this with your friends? <laughs> I'm not like, yo, guys, what do you, th-? you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> don't talk about it. But I could see him feeling like if, 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 if that's what he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She found it. him being embarrassed enough mm-hmm. to try to divert away from the situation and yeah. the question and be like, just trust me, it wasn't me. She's like, on. I just like the way they feel. Right. Like maybe, <laughs> hey, look, maybe he was just trying it on. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't need this visual. Yeah. Okay. So. Number three, going down the pettiness ladder. Okay. So this submission says, I have always wanted to be a mother more than anything. It's the first thing I told my now husband when I first met him. I wanted to be a young mother with lots of kids and plan my whole life around it. I turned down high paying careers in exchange for ones with more flexible hours and forgiving policies to allow me to focus on motherhood. And now we're not having any kids. My husband storms off mm. when I bring up the subject and describes parenthood as nothing but a loss of freedom and funds. <laughs> I feel totally duped. Bro, it also feels humiliating as a woman that my husband has no desire to have kids or a family with me. I am desperately trying to rewire my brain to not want kids, but I just mm. can't keep lying to myself. How do I bring this up without making him angry? Kids is the one thing that if you don't see eye to eye on, like immediately, mm-hmm. it's it's what's the point? Because you're, you're not going to change your opinion on that. Back to the very first thing, right? Getting my wife all kinds of pissed off at me. I know she wants kids. I want kids. Mm-hmm. We have this plan. She literally already has the names out because she's crazy. Like that's why. That is not crazy behavior, Justin. 
That is <laughs> to pre, me. That is pre-planning. So we don't even have. <laughs> we, we're not even in the process of having a baby, but we have names like, she, and she'll refer to them like to the, by their names. Like she's like ready. Cosmo and Wanda. She's yeah, like, <laughs> she's like bringing them up, and I'm like, who? <laughs> she's like, I was just thinking about Liam the other day, and I'm like, who's Liam? She's like, I don't know. Our kid in a few years. I'm like, what? As if like you don't know if you're gonna have a boy or not. Right. Right. So you're gonna have a baby girl one day named Liam. <laughs> but to that, but to that, like to the first one when she brings it up, I'm always like, wait, well, you know what? I don't want kids anymore, and she'll get all mad, you know. But she knows I want kids. No. But I that's that's one thing that like her dad mm-hmm. when when I asked her dad to marry her, first thing he asked, other than are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> was you know are you and her on the same page for kids? Because if you're not, then don't get married because you're not gonna change your opinions. It's not. There are circumstances where like if I found out her having a kid would could potentially be harmful for her, mm-hmm. then I don't want like then I'm then I'm out. Right. But other than that, you're not gonna change your opinion. So the part where she was saying rewires like mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. If you want kids, you want kids. If he doesn't want kids, he doesn't want kids. You just gotta. Yeah, I'm like, have you? Did you talk about this before? Did you com- agree on it? Hopefully, it came up at some point. Because like, it is kind of messed up. I mean, a, it's messed up that a grown man is like getting all hi- having like a hissy fit about this. But b, it's also like really messed up that you would change your mind after locking this person down. I get being like terrified. Like when Nicole talks to me about it, it's the most the scariest thing to ever think about in my brain. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, there's gonna be another life that I have to care for and make sure it doesn't die. You know, like mm-hmm. that's scary to me. So I could get being like a little like, whoa, 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 not right now. Like maybe next month, you know, like, yes. but, but storming off like that is a whole nother and not talking about it, it's a whole nother angle. Well, that's just not showing the person you love love. This is clearly something she wants mm-hmm. and you're making it about you. And I mean, at least be rational about it. Like if you don't want kids, like at least be rational and uh, an adult about it. And that's the part that's the hardest that I think a lot, like I've had fr- I have friends going through similar situations where they want kids or don't want kids, you know, and then there's other circumstances where you, maybe you can't have kids and stuff. So I get that, but maybe that's what's bothering him. You got to talk to him a little bit more. Like mm-hmm. if, if he already knows he can't have kids because something happened or, you know what I mean? Like there could be that going on yeah. as well. Well, this whole talk situation could have been avoided had you just made an agreement before saying I do. I I mean, that's like, to me, like kid talk, and I know it's kind of weird to bring up on a date, but that that should come up early on. Well, yeah. Like, Well, I mean, it should at least like, are you totally against kids? Right. Not like date number two. Do you want kids with me? Like, Uh, You would be surprised. (laughs) I've definitely had that conversation. It's like, well, I don't know. I'm like 24. Like, I might want kids in 10 years. I might not. You never know. Right. But, and that's, and that's another thing. Like, you'll know once you hit a certain age, then it really clicks like, I do or don't want kids. Yeah. So like, there's also that. I also feel like it's different because for me, it's like, well, maybe if I'm in a financial situation and with someone like I would like to raise kids with, mm-hmm. that's a different story. But for me, like it's such an intangible thing. I can barely support myself. Like, and I don't, I'm not right in a relationship. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number four. This is a longer submission. Oh boy. This could be a soap opera this one. <laughs> so about three years ago, my ex-wife and I divorced. We were married for five years. There were some problems in the marriage that I thought we could work through, but my wife insisted on getting a divorce. Mm. We have a beautiful four-year-old daughter together. And even though I wanted to work on the marriage, the divorce still went through amicably and we share custody of that daughter. When we first got divorced, I still saw her as my wife and I was still somehow hoping that we would get back together. But two months after the divorce, she told me she was dating again and Mm. that made a switch go off in my brain. From the moment I knew another man touched her, she lost all value to me as a wife and I was fully able to get over her in the divorce. So you could say that her actually seeing other people helped me move on. I only started dating about a year after the divorce and I quickly met my current fiance who is truly the love of my life. 
A couple of hours later, I got a phone call from my ex because she wanted to talk about her daughter, but really just wanted to talk about my fiance and I. Mm. This has become a pattern over the last two years. Eight out of 10 times she'll call and talk about her daughter and have me on the phone for hours about co-parenting. And then every now and then there'll be some quip about me and my fiance. I finally had to set a boundary and say that she was only allowed to call me in case of an emergency because it started to get too out of hand. People have told me that's too much for the mother of my child and that I should just deal with her behavior, but I don't know what to do. His situation, I could see like that was like male brain versus like female brain in a way. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like I would be the same way. The second my wife, if we were divorced, told me she was seeing someone else, that's when it would finally be like, it's over. Like, we're done. I'm out. I wanted to ask you about that, so I actually bolded it because I thought it was such, I mean, it was kind of a harsh way of phrasing it. But it's true. Like, that's how it would work. For me, like, if if Nicole and I got divorced, which I hope we never do, if we did, I would, and I'm a very big, like, fix it person. I'm Mm -hmm. with work, with anything. I'm like, we're going to work to fix this. We're going to work to do this. We're going to, this is where we're going to go. We're planning. This is the idea down the line. So my idea with that would be if she wanted a divorce, it would be like, all right, well, let's work to fix the things that are upsetting you so that we don't have to. Mm -hmm. Or if she's out, she's out. You know, I I get that too. I don't think it would feel real or be real until she's like, hey, this is my new new person, my new guy. And then I would be like, it would be like, whoa. <laughs> to, to continue down this little side road, is that why there's a double standard with guys not liking, you know where I'm going with this, like mm-hmm. the body count talk that you always have at the start of a relationship? I think so. Yeah, knowing that knowing that somebody else has been with, like like Nicole and I talk about that all the time. Like she'll bring up or ask me about past ex that I've been with mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I hardly ever ask her about hers, mainly because I don't want to know. And I don't think it matters because it was like before I was around, so I don't care. But also like, I don't know, then it gets you all like, then you start thinking. I don't know. You start like going yeah. down this weird rabbit hole of like, well, what did they do that, you know, they, that she <laughs> likes potentially where they go to dinner together. I can't take her to that restaurant, you know? <laughs> they went to Carabas never again. It, it literally <laughs> happened in an episode of How I Met Your Father, actually, the most recent one. I don't oh, know the if Hillary you Duff show? Yes. I don't know if you watch it, but, but no. she, she got all worked up because this guy she was seeing, they went to a restaurant that he had gone to with an ex and she got all riled up. Like, so it's, it's kind of like that in a way. Yeah. I kind of see that. Like I can be petty about that, but for me, I'm almost the opposite. Even if you're with, like, if I have a crush on someone and he starts dating some other girl, that's not necessarily enough to turn me off. For me, the turn off is like, oh, you don't want me. Mm-hmm. That to me is the biggest turn off. Yeah, I think there's a level of that too. But mm-hmm. but in a guy's mind, it's like, oh, I can fix that. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. That It sounds weird, but that's kind of how that is. So back to this toxic situation to actually answer this question. Yeah, yeah. So do you think it's too much for him to say you can only call me if it's like an emergency, if you're co-parenting with somebody else? Not if it keeps going into, like, like I think he's right from the angle of like, if she's calling and then suddenly being being like a diss here or there about the new, mm-hmm. you know, fiance. I think that's when you got to be like, look, if we're going to keep this thing and make our kid happy, like at the end of the day, it's got to be for the kid. So yeah. I think there's a level of that. I don't know if I would say in case of emergencies, but I would literally just block her number unless like my kid was with her. Because right. obviously I'd want to know if something went wrong. Right. And then like on the days I know we're supposed to like trade off or whatever, I'd be block. like, unblock. Yeah. Hey, communication <laughs> resumed. Right, right. And then there should be a level of that too. Like we got a divorce and I understand we have a kid and we have to make sure it's fine but also we're living our own lives now so we when we talk it's about the kid last one best one so this one's kind of messed up less petty the least petty so the most the least petty maybe the least petty yes the least petty this one has no pettiness in it (laughs) okay not that not that the last one was petty but that wasn't petty this one to me is like the least she was being petty she was being petty so yeah and him blocking her kind of kind of petty anyway (laughs) the title of this submission says my boyfriend filmed us having sex without me knowing so basically (laughs) as the title says she was on her boyfriend's laptop and saw six or seven videos of them having sex in his bedroom. She didn't know that they were being filmed at the time they were taken. He has a security camera in the corner of his bedroom pointed 
toward his door. Oh, no. She knows about this camera, but it's for security purposes, as far as she knew, because he has a roommate and doesn't want him going into his space, yada, yada, yada. She said it's strange to her that this sexual encounter was recorded and saved to his laptop, mostly because he's never told her about it. Ooh. If she had been informed, she might not have even found it sketchy, but obviously it's a little weird to find it on his laptop. She's planning on bringing it up and wants to know if we have any advice on what she should say or do about it. I'd be like, dude, what the F? It's so messed so up. It's, um, for, okay, but even going back, having a security camera in your room because you don't trust your roommates also a little weird. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, that's, why are you living with this person? Right, that, if you don't trust them enough to not go in your room, I don't mm-hmm. know. That's a little weird. Um, I actually could see myself doing that. Like, really? even if it was with a friend, just because, like, if something <clears throat> does go missing, I'll go down the rabbit hole of, like, wonder if they did take it. Was it you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get that, but I don't know. Like, just, I guess I all my roommates were friends, and I was like, if they took something, they mm-hmm. probably needed it, and it's fine. I don't even care, but. Yeah, so to me, this almost feels illegal. Like, is this illegal? Should it's we- got to be. Like, there's, to, there yeah. has to actually be a legal aspect of this. But it's a security camera, technically. So, in a way, I, if I understand the security cameras, like, if it's, like, a ring or something like that, I know all the video in general is just stored on the cloud like mm-hmm. it's there I don't know like they the rings also because it's like the ring is outside like unless you're like getting it on on your doorstep there's really nothing well, well you could point it inside and then it just does this it goes by movement so if oh. it sees movement it'll turn on and start recording and your phone will ding and you can turn it on and watch it real time but yeah I think this is so sketchy like because yeah. here's the thing if it was pointing towards the door if it's a security camera that's typically pointed towards the door so it's changed. and then one yeah. day it's not that to me is intentional yep. and for him to not say anything about it is just kind of like weird like first of all let me watch yeah. Yeah. First Second. of all, let's like let me know. I'll put on some more makeup. Like we'll do yeah. a whole thing. Get some outfits. Second of all, style. like Come if on. they break up and it's like a bad breakup, he could yeah. totally put out Black like out. revenge yep. porn essentially. For sure. No, that's exactly what this feels like. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and I've I've known people that have gone through situations like that. Yeah. And it's not fun. And you know, you can't take that back. Yeah. She should bring it up, and you just have to be blunt with it. Like there's no don't beat around the bush at all. Yeah. Like just what the hell. What would scare me if I was in her shoes is if I. I brought it up and then the first question I get back is well why were you on my laptop so there is an angle of why were you on the laptop but still mm-hmm. like that doesn't matter and I know the in that argument if you say that doesn't matter that's not gonna go like that's not how that'll work but that's doesn't matter mm-hmm. at the end of it is like I was checking my email Chris yeah like at the end of the day you still took this video regardless of why it was on your laptop that's not so, good we need answers so if any of you hear this and want to DM us and let us know what uh, came of these stories we would love to know how this all ends yeah that's a the end of us talking about these toxic people. Yep. And I, apparently I'm also a little bit toxic. Just so. a little toxic. <laughs> it's okay. We're all a little toxic. Yep. Uh, you can check out the trailer for next week's main episode. It's up now. Otherwise, I will see you on Tuesday.